Absolutely, man. That was that was a tremendous intro. I'm, I'm excited for this. Well, that's great. Awesome. You know, I've been in real estate since like probably around the time you were born, like 1998, <laughs> um, 97. Um, what, what, you know, what made you want to get into real estate and the real estate flipping? Absolutely. Great question. I mean, my, my original dream was to go to the NBA and be a basketball player. I saw that. How tall are you? I, I watch you. <laughs> I'm 6'2". I'm 6'2". Okay, so you might have been able to, you know. I, I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I went to Arizona to play basketball for a year, fell out of love with the game and was lost, right? You know, I had no idea, literally no idea what to do with my life. So for whatever reason, I turned to books. And I read a book called Think and Grow Rich, um, which yeah. changed my life. I was 19 years old. It opened up my, my eyes, my brain, my thinking, I guess, to making money. And uh, I started journaling every day. So Excellent. I went up, to, went up to the rooftop of my, uh, my condo out there. And I was just sitting there, like, thinking about what to journal. And I saw, like, a 15-unit apartment building across the street. I was like, wait a minute. If one guy owns that and 15 people are paying him, like, he, he's got to be making it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was hooked. I started buying like every little like, you know, 20, 50, $100 book I could get my hands on and just ingrain, my, immerse myself and uh, fell, fell in love with it after that. So you're not, you're amazing. Really what you did is, is you didn't short shrift yourself. So you believed in yourself. Mm-hmm. You knew that if someone else could do it, you could do it because you had the hustle. Right. Um, and you didn't, you know, just go, well, I'm going to give up after the first time it doesn't work or you didn't, you know, I I did a lot of studying on you and I see that you, well, first of all, you had really great supportive parents, but you also had that drive. hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, one thing you and I have in common is when I was six years old, I saw the ice cream man coming around and the ice cream man, you know, everyone in LA would be like, ice cream, ice cream, mom, I need a dollar running downstairs, grab the dollar, pay for the ice cream man. And I was like, no, 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 I can make some money here. So I said to my dad, dad, where do these guys get their ice cream and their candy? And he's like, oh, there's actually a store where they buy it. I see the ice cream trucks all the time. I said, can you take me there? So my dad took me there and I bought the big, huge tubs of now or laters. And then I put them in my backpack and I brought them to school and they cost me five cents in the, like, this was like 1977. And then I sold them for a quarter. And I packed my stuff. That's phenomenal. That's kind of like what you did with when Mr. Carter told you you weren't allowed to sell anymore. (laughs) No, I've been watching you. That's facts. (laughs) And and I was really impressed because not a lot of people understand the hustle and, and the, and the game is for you or for me, it was how can I do what they're doing, but I can do it better and I can, I can make more money. hundred percent. You know, it's just, it's a bug that you get, you know, you just yeah. figure out how someone make money. Yeah. And I just never complained. I always, you know, I like the struggle to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it, it's amazing. Now I, I know that my next question would have been, you know, do you always flip or do you flip and hold? Uh, and I know from, from watching you, you do hold quite a bit as well because yep. passive income, there's no other way. Right. 100%. Do you, so for me, you know, and I've flipped a lot of properties in my time too, but I find now that I'd much rather buy and hold, especially in Los Angeles. What is your preference? Absolutely. So I got into the game flipping houses. You know, I was I was making great money, but the problem with flipping is you make money one time and you got to go find the next deal. So I got caught up in the chase, right? I bought a couple couple rentals like every once in a while, but like I was I was just chasing the money. 
Right. And like a year and a half ago, uh, it finally like clicked. I was like, oh, like, all right, you know, rentals is the right way of doing this. Uh, and I had like, I don't know, 20 units at the time or something like that. So again, bought a couple here and there. Yeah. Um, and like I said, about a year ago, it switched. And now our first exit is rental properties. So we're looking That's to rent 100% if it hits the numbers. Then if it doesn't, then we flip it or then, then we flip it. Because, right. you, know, you know, it's great if you can make a quick, you know, five, seven, even 9%. Awesome. Right. Yeah. On, a, on a flip. But man, in LA and where you're moving to Florida, I think probably Miami, right? Fort Lauderdale, but close. <laughs> um, I know a great real estate agent in Fort Lauderdale, by the way. Um, so, so, um, but, but the funny thing is, we're like where I live, I could buy a house in the down in a down market for three hundred grand, and at the top of the market, like it is now, there's those are selling for nine hundred. That is crazy. Dude. Crazy, dude. Crazy. crazy. I bought a house in 2003, right before I met my wife for 250. We got married in 2005. I sold it for 630. Then we lived there. Then I bought another house with that money for 775. I've lived there for 16 years and I just sold it for a million one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So that's why I like to buy and hold because if, you know, you buy, here's, here's the thing, and I'm sure it's where you are too, but there's no capital gains taxes up to 500,000 if you're married, 250 if you're single. So, you know, what I try to tell my clients is, look, buy a house, live in it for two years, sell it. There's no capital gains in, a, in an increasing market, but buy two or three at the same time, rent the other ones out, let someone else pay the, the mortgage on it, have some passive income coming in, sell the first one you bought, moving to the next. Then keep doing that and you can just become extremely wealthy. I love it. I love you know? it. And buy I mean, buildings like you. Agreed. I mean, it, so I bought, I bought two duplexes two years ago, bought them, renovated, did the bird method on them, refinanced it, you know, got 30 grand back at closing. Isn't that nice? Appraised it 220, two years ago. I'm selling them both for 360 right now and I owe 140,000 on each of them. So like you almost walk away with half a million dollars. But if I'd have flipped it, I'd have made like, 30, 40, 60, right. 30, yeah. right. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely not like today money, but it's way more money in the future. So, and then, and then here's a good point. Let's, let's talk about the future. Where do you see the market headed? You've now seen a couple of different things. Man. Let's, you know, I, I thought it was going to crash this year. Well, I did too, uh, until COVID, right? Yeah. And the, the stimulus. The more they pump money, the more the can just gets kicked down the road. There was a lot of NODs before COVID. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the forbearances and the eviction, the moratoriums, all that stuff is going to come to fruition eventually. So it's not a matter of if to me, it's a matter of, of when. Yeah. And different markets will get hit differently. Here in Ohio, I don't think we'll have a crash. No. You know, I think we'll have like a dipping or a leveling off personally. But you got Florida, you've got... LA, you've got Las Vegas, you've got Arizona. Those are all the places that are hit the hardest. Yeah. And uh, from a guy who in 2005, 2006, up to 2010, I was the guy, I worked for the banks. Yeah. And I had, to, I had to pivot and figure out how to change my real estate business. So I started doing foreclosures. So I was the guy knocking on your door because I was sitting in my car crying when the market went down going, oh God, I got a wife and two kids. What am I going to do? Yeah. And so I've seen the, the different, you know, cycles 
and I see the cycle coming. Um, you just don't know when because the forbearances are scary, right, Austin? You know, when someone says, hey, I didn't pay my, my mortgage for a year and they think it's free money. And then all of a sudden, you know, they say, hey, I want my money. Well, I don't have it. And they go, OK, well, we're just going to raise your mortgage a thousand dollars a month. And you go, well, I can't pay that. hundred percent. I mean, it, it's it's coming like landlords can't withstand non-paying tenants. So yeah. the moratoriums, people are getting screwed. And the landlords, I mean, you're a, you're a landlord. You know, you are relying on a certain amount of, of money because you've got holding costs. And then it's gone and you're like, wait a second. And yeah. it screws everything up. You can withstand it for like a certain amount of time. But like I got a buddy who owns a 40 unit apartment building. All 40 tenants got together and all agreed not to pay rent. So yeah. he's carrying a note of 40 units. Like you can't do that forever. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. You know, it's rough. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm so impressed with you is, is that you're not only a busy, you know, investor, a busy coach, a motivator but yet you, you still have time to do all of your social media. And I've watched you uh, quite a bit on it. I'm i uh, I'm getting into that now and I've got a whole thing. I'm, I'm doing that Instagram and TikToks and, and getting them. I haven't even released them yet because I'm, I'm doing so many in the pipeline, right? Nope. Which they're going to blow up. But um, what advice do you have? I will even say a guy like me who's, who's trying to build their social media or, or someone out there who's, who's new. No, 100%. So, so two pieces of advice I'd always start with. Like when I started, I was the type when a camera came out, like I would run, right? Oh, yeah. Now, now I'm, I'm on camera all day. I got a full-time videographer, right? So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are scared or nervous yes. or whatever you want to call it. It's just something you have to do. You know yeah. what I mean? It, you will get better. I promise. You Can you tell I'm shy, man? <laughs> a little. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I, was an, I was an actor for years. So. <laughs> But yeah, no, I agree. So you're saying just be comfortable with the camera and you got to you got to do it consistently. Correct. 100%. Because if you're not doing it consistently. No, I mean, that's that's massive. And then the one thing that I heard when I started really heavily posting on social media, the big thing to me when I heard it, it was like you don't have to create. You just need to document. So too many people are in the creating phase and they haven't even documented yet. You can get to the creating phase like I do creation and documentation. But to start, just document what you're doing. Document what you do in the morning. Do you read a book? Do you do you journal? Do you, are you closing a deal? Are you going on a seller appointment? Just document what you're doing. That's what people want to see at the end of the day. And that's that's great advice. And and uh, that's some of the advice I, I've uh, I've been getting is you know do what you know, be authentic, mm-hmm. and and just you know listen. The the creative part, like you said, is great. And I'm doing a little bit of alter egos and all that kind of third person stuff because it's fun for me. But the main thing I'm trying to do is educate and teach and let people know from my experience in in the business for all these years, what I've done to be successful in real estate. Because so many people have that HGTV effect, right? They sit at home, they're watching House Hunters and they're like, I could do that. And I'm like, you don't realize a lot. (laughs) Like you flipping, right? People go, oh, I could flip. Really? Why? Well, you know, I, I'm really good at like vision. It's a lot more than vision when shit starts yeah. to. I'm a, I'm a great designer. Yeah, like, right. Five yeah. <laughs> percent. I mean, you've got over five hundred thousand followers, I think, on TikTok, right? Yep. Is it five hundred thousand or is it more now? It's like five fifty or something. Are you doing any sponsoring yet? Uh, sponsoring you? 
like from other people type of thing. Um, just getting into that. Like I've over the last like two, three months, more people have been reaching out for, for yeah. sponsorships and collabs and things like that. That's yeah. great. I mean, yeah, you, you, uh, you have a really great presence on camera and you, you offer a lot, which is important. And I've always felt that the more you offer people in regards to knowledge and, and understanding your story. And if you're interesting, uh, it's great. I, I originally had, uh, you know, people, when I teach real estate, they often will say, you know, well, well, you know, I don't have a story. And I say, everyone has a story. For sure. You, you got to pull that, you got to pull it out. And you're one deal away from being in a good mood, right? Just work yourself, work, don't complain. No, hundred percent. I mean, it, it, everybody has a story. Everybody has something that you can, that you can learn from, you know, you just, people like what you said, work. People always ask me like, what's the shortcut to success, right? Shortcuts work. Like, there's no shortcut to that. Like you have to put the work in to get to where you want to go. And as you become more successful and you make more money, you'll, you'll, if you, if you do the right things, like I know you're heavily into crypto. I watched your, your newest thing. I wanted to ask you, so, you know, you didn't mention this and I wanted to get your take. Mm-hmm. So you, one of your biggest things was you said, guys, if you're going to buy crypto, understand that this is something when you hear people talking about it, big influential people talking about it, it's for a reason. Yeah. But I didn't hear you mention Dogecoin and, and Mark Cuban and Elon Musk are talking about it nonstop. Yep. I, I went out and bought 10,000 coins at like 30 cents and yeah. it's at like 60 cents today or whatever, right? 55. Yep. Are you not interested in that coin? Um, you can be I honest. Have, I don't know no. anything about it. So. I wish I'd have gotten into it, but the the thing with crypto, super, super short perspective, there's yeah. there's use cases, meaning that coins have a purpose, right? Right. They're meant to solve a problem. Dogecoin has no purpose whatsoever. So okay. people didn't believe in it because it literally was a joke. Like it was made. Right. No, I read all about that. But now Cuban is saying that it has a purpose. So, so I don't know. People are saying that it's going to turn into the actual like monetary system. I I don't know. Do I wish I'd have bought some at two tenths of a penny? Absolutely. But why wouldn't you? Okay. So if that happens, Austin, and I don't know, because I really am just getting into the whole crypto part. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I told you I'm an old guy and I believe in like real estate and, and stocks and mutual funds. (laughs) But I I said to myself, Hey man, you're going to be talking about this. You're going to be doing it, start investing. So I'm, I'm now, you know, doing the Ethereum and, you know, getting into Cardano and, oh, and I'm no, learning no. about stuff, right? And I'm, I'm listening to you. So is if Dogecoin or Dogecoin, whatever the, they call it, becomes <laughs> the new currency, what is it worth? And it, wouldn't you be smart to buy into it on the next dip? I'm going to buy some because like, you know, it, it, it has an existence now. The problem, right. the problem with it, though, has an unlimited supply. So like that, that's a problem in and of itself. So the cap, the cap, the market cap is too big. So for it to go, cause you know, like I have 10,000 coins, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, or 11,000 or something. I'm like, sweet, it goes to a thousand. I got $11 million, but it, it can't really get there because it's got, the market cap is too big, right? I'm lucky if it goes to 10. It, to get to a dollar, like it's going to be bigger than Ethereum or very close to Ethereum. Well, it might go to a dollar like this weekend. I don't disagree with that, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> for it to go to a hundred dollars, like that's like five, ten times the market cap of Bitcoin. Like that happens, don't... you and I are gonna be flipping some stuff together. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> do you feel do you feel any pressure as you know a leader and a, and a motivator now that you're you're reaching so many people and 
you know, people are listening to you all over the world. Do you feel any pressure? That's a, that's a tremendous question. Um, I don't see it as pressure. I, so yes, pressure. Yes. But good pressure and bad pressure. I don't see it as negative pressure. I see it as positive pressure. Cause the cool thing that happens is when you talk and you motivate and you tell a story and you talk about all these things, right. it forces you to live up, to do that. Like even the days that you don't want to do that, you're like, man, I'm sitting out here telling everybody you got to get out of bed when you don't want to get out of bed. That's right. <laughs> forces you to level up. So I enjoy it because it holds me accountable. You know, there, there's days, few of them, but there's some days where I just don't post on social right. and people will literally message me like, bro, like, are you, are you okay? Did, did something <laughs> uh, so it's, it's good pressure, right? It, it keeps me going. It keeps me motivated. And I love helping people at the end of the day. Like the coolest messages that I get are people messaging me like, yo, you know, I've been following you for a year. I just bought right. my first house or I just quit my job. Yeah, nice. I hired my mom. That's what I love. I noticed that, um, and that, that's that's amazing. And I'm only getting a taste now, but I started this podcast about a year ago, and I'm yep. about six, 60 episodes in. And and when I film them, like I am now, I'm I'm booked a couple months in advance. But I'm starting to get people from all over the world, literally, send me emails and say, "I enjoy your show, and you're so motivational, and you're uplifting, and I can't believe your story." And and I'm like, "Wow." And again, the same thing that you said for me, I go, okay, I got to hold myself accountable here because I'm, I'm preaching this 100%. and it's important. So yeah. what's uh? so let's talk about your book from valet to millionaire. That's impressive. I, I do know that you were a valet in Ohio when it was very cold. Yep. Yep. Um, very cold. T- tell me, tell me about your transition and what, what made you do that? Yeah. So like after basketball, I, I needed something to do. So I started balleting in Arizona and then I transferred ballet to here in Columbus, Ohio. And to me, it was just like, I just, I wanted money to come in. Right. You know, I thought tipping at the time was a lot of money. So I was happy to get like walk away with a hundred dollars for the day. Yeah. Uh, so it was just a way to make money during that time. I was learning real estate as well. So like people would be running cars and I'd be sitting there like researching on the computer, like looking up rental properties. Right. So thank God they didn't like get mad at me. They, they did sometimes. But, <laughs> um, so I ended up buying my first rental when I was 20 years old. It was a duplex on Ohio State University's campus. Uh, but like one rental is not going to like change your life. Right. So I continued working and continued learning the game of real estate. About two years later, I sold my first flip. So I flipped my first house and sold it. And I made one hundred and seven thousand dollars net profit. I saw that. Even after that, I went back to work because, again, one deal isn't going to change your life. No. The second deal, I made $40,000 about 90 days later, and then I quit and went all in on real estate. Uh, so it was, it was something that just you know kept some money coming in to spend on marketing at the time. Uh, but I knew it was temporary. You know, I never wanted to do that full time. Where do people find your, your book besides um, Amazon? Do you sell it on your website or... Yeah, so you can get a copy of it on the at www.theaustinrutherford.com as well. Excellent. That, that's wonderful. And Austin, how do you raise money? Are you, I mean, I, I'm sure you're not using all your own money now, right? Are you taking investors? Yeah, so even the first deal I ever did, um, you know, it was 100% from private money lenders. And people ask me today, like, if you have your own money, you know, why don't you use it? Because it's yeah. I can make more money than what I pay on money. So. Right we pay eight, 10, 12%, whatever it comes down to. But the way that we get it is from private money, not hard money. Right. So the biggest question that I get is like, all right, cool. Well, where do I find private money? Lenders? Right. And uh, the answer to that's everywhere. 
You know, you have to put yourself in a position to be around people with money. So I go to steakhouses and I sit at the bar. I go to country clubs. I go and play golf. I go to the car shows. I go to all these places where money's around me. And if you're newer, you know, my one liner when I started to get people intrigued, whenever you start a conversation with somebody, it always leads to, well, what do you do? So when people ask me, what did I do? I would be like, oh, I'm in real estate. They'd be like, oh, cool. And then turn around and walk away. I changed it. And even to today, depending on who I'm talking to, I changed my intro. So if, a, you know, an older person is like, yo, Austin, what, what do you do? You know, I, I say I'm a real estate developer and I actually teach other people how to invest their money into real estate. Smart. Well, there's a like, question well, right there. Yeah. And we're like, well, what do you mean? How do you do that? Boom. I got them hooked. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you when talking with people, you have to be interesting to get people to ask a further question. So then you can pitch them on whatever you want to pitch. Or you always ask a question with a question. (laughs) So when you come to LA, you'll have to come to my country club and we'll play some golf. I'm not the best, but I'm game. (laughs) Hey man, listen, I'll I'll get, you know, as long as you give me 30 strokes, because you know, I'm but I I have a good time. Listen, your worst day on the golf course is better than most days, you know? Especially in LA, it's gorgeous, you know? Austin, what's an average morning for you? Uh, Yeah, so I get up um, usually like 6-ish, 5.30, 6 o'clock. I hit the gym, uh, then I come up and I usually eat like egg whites, try to eat healthy. Me too. Um, Protein shake. Yeah. And then I shower. I manifest when I'm in the shower. It's close. I don't know. I just like the shower. So I yeah. manifest uh, when I brush my teeth. My affirmations are on the mirror. Could you so, share an affirmation that, you know? Yeah. So like one of them, I was super shy when I first started in business. Like I would always be the one in the corner and not talk to anybody. Yeah. So affirmations are things that you want to work on. Right. So something, something that I told myself is when I walk into any room, I know when I walk into any room, I bring value and I carry my shoulders high. So now when I walk into the rooms, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Up. <laughs> so that was one of my affirmations, but I read my affirmations. Um, I read a book, I journal, and then, you know, whatever the day has in store, I kind of get started with that. That's wonderful. You know, and I ask everyone that question because I've known, noticed that, you know, top producers or people who, you know, with high net uh, worth and value, uh, they wake up and they usually meditate or do uh, some sort of affirmation as well as go to the gym and be healthy. So, I mean, that's, that's my routine. This Before I saw you this morning, you know, at six in the morning, I was at the gym working out. Then I, I, you know, didn't have time to go meditate. So at the gym, I took a real small private area at Equinox and I, yep. and I just, uh, I meditated on a little app for 10 minutes after I worked out because it gets you in that space. You know, you got to have time for yourself. And I think you have to tell yourself, or if you don't feel yourself worth, you need to be able to tell yourself that you love yourself when you look in the mirror, but not only that, actually really look at yourself, see who you are and love yourself, you know, be real with yourself. Yeah, man. It's important. You're not lying to anybody else. At the end of the day, you're just lying to yourself. You know, I took a class on self-actualization realization. Like it, like and uh, I really learned a lot about myself, but not only myself, it was about how others perceive me. And at first you could be a little insulted by the way when you find out how other people perceive you, but it's not always a bad thing. And if you learn how to take how they're perceiving you and tweak it into your favor, kind of like what you did, Austin, with just tweaking a little bit about what you say you do, yeah. it, can, it can change your life. For sure. You know? Austin, if you were in the in the movie Back to the Future, and and you were Marty, 
what would uh, old Austin 20, now what, 32 probably, what would you uh, fly back and tell little young Austin to do more of for one and maybe avoid for two? For sure. So I'm, I'm 27 now. I wrote. Oh, away. shit. I thought, I'm sorry. Are you, are you 20, only 27? Yeah. yeah. You're so <laughs> successful. I thought you were a little older. No, no worries. No worries. So I actually wrote a letter to my 16 year old self. Uh, and it's, it's framed on the wall in my bedroom. Uh, but, you know, I don't remember exactly everything, but a lot of the things that I wish I'd have known back then, uh, one, sales is the best skill that you can ever learn. So be comfortable talking to people, selling people, pitching people, like learn that. Um, number two, talk to people. Like, again, I told you I was the one that always stood in the corner yeah. and like wouldn't introduce myself to anybody, wouldn't talk to anybody. Uh, but that's how you grow. That's how you build. You need to network. I talk to like everybody now, right? People like I'm like, I'm, a, I'm the one in the hallway. Like, hey, how's your day? And everyone's good like, you. Yeah. I'm good. Like, why are you talking to me? That's, I don't know. That's just me. So talk to people, uh, network with people. Um, and the biggest thing, which it's not just a, a switch that you learn, but it's something that you have to learn to become successful. Like you said, find yourself, be confident in yourself. Yeah, you know, right. and the way that that happens is by finding yourself, by doing the affirma affirmations, by doing the manifestations, by doing the things that make you believe here. Because once you believe here, nobody else's opinions matter. You know, so people, people can knock you down. People can talk mess. You know, I used to let that stuff get to me. Like now my, my favorite term is F them. You know, That's I, it. I just kind of joke about it. Like people are like, well, did you hear about that? I'm like, forget them. I don't you know care. I mean? Right. Doesn't doesn't add value. Yep. Let me ask you, um, what do you, what do you think? So what would you say if I told you that I felt the number one thing in my, the way I've become successful is by building relationships. Oh, huge. Yeah. 100%. Isn't that I mean, big? Li literally, literally, people don't get this. Yeah. One relationship can change your life forever. That's literally. Right. That's it. You can meet them at a freaking bar. You can meet them at a bank. It doesn't matter. Street. If, they, if you can have someone believe in you the way you believe in you, and remember that you better believe in yourself because that's what you're putting out. And if they believe in you the way you believe in you, oh, it's over and over again. They're you just talking about how great you are, right? 100%. Austin, how could a listener get a hold of you if they a either wanted to invest with you, they want to buy your book, they want to, they just want to, you know, get some knowledge from you? Tell us all the ways we can get a hold of you. Absolutely. Instagram is where I communicate the most at. So at Austin Rutherford official on Instagram. Um, I'm on TikTok at Austin Rutherford on YouTube, Austin Rutherford, uh, or the website, theaustinrutherford.com. That's, that's amazing. And you guys should really hit him up. I'm telling you, I, I, every day I get his alerts and I watch him and he's great. And I, I had never met him before and I had to have him on the show because he is, you know, a, uh, he does all things real estate and that's what I have. So, you know, he's amazing. And guys, I am now coming out with my new TikTok. It's at Brad Roth Realtor. Austin, make sure you follow it. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, you can, if you want to, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or Alexa or Google, and you want to see Austin and his good looking face, then you got to go to YouTube, go to ATRE podcast on YouTube or all things real estate with Brad Roth. And remember, go to atrepodcast.com, sign up for my five free videos on how to be successful in real estate today. It's some good knowledge. It'll teach you how to, you know, thrive and not survive. You want to thrive, not survive. That's a big thing. And, uh, you know, remember, like my dad always said, have an attitude of gratitude.
Austin, it's been so great having you and I appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you, man.